0: Updates, info and news about the Hong Kong Stock Exchange delivered on a daily basis. The best moves, the ups and the downs, and all the trends analyzed under both a technical and a macro perspective. If you are an intraday trader or a long-term investor, if you are interested in what's going on in the Asian economy, or if you are simply seeking to improve your financial education, this might be a podcast for you. Hello everybody, this is Alex and this is another episode of the Hong Kong X Daily Roundup. All the updates, info and the news about the Hong Kong Stock Exchange delivered on a daily basis. So today, let's talk about the big move of the day. But before we do that, I strongly suggest you to go on my LinkedIn profile to Uh, see the Hong Kong X Daily Roundup bulletin. Basically, it's a PDF where you can see all the charts and the visuals. And that will enable you to follow this podcast much better because I will give you some information. We'll talk about some charts. We will do some technical analysis here. And, uh, you know, having a visual in front of your eyes will give you a better chance to understand what I'm talking about. So uh, what you can do now is to go on the description of this podcast. You will see my name, Alessandro Meccheri. The right spell will be written down there. And you can go on LinkedIn. You know, you can type my name on LinkedIn, check my profile. You will see that PDF. And you can download it and have a look at that while you are listening this podcast. So I will try to give you all the updates. In I'll try to stay in 15 minutes today. Let's see if I can do that. So let's delve right into the first topic of today. As I was saying, the big move is China Yongda, stock code 3669. Big move because it moved up in green almost 7%, 6.92%. Really nice move. Um, The stock reached the price of 13.90 Hong Kong dollars, plus 90 cents from yesterday. So what happened to trigger that move? I mean, if we look at uh, the chart of Yongda of the last month, we see that the stock has been going actually sideways, it's not that good. The the price was higher than it is today at the beginning of June. I had here seventh of June. The price was fourteen dollar point ten. Today's thirteen point ninety. From there, that was the top of the month. It went all the way down uh, until the June twenty second, when it reached the bottom of twelve point sixty two Hong Kong dollars. And on June twenty fifth from these 12.60 dollars it went all the way up uh, with a little rally that arrived today rich all the way up to 13.90 price. Uh, Actually during the day it uh, went uh, as a top of uh, 13.96 Oncon dollars, but it finished at 13.90, performing that good 7%, 6.92% that uh, finished the day. But again, what was the catalyst that enabled Yongda to add that big move? Basically, what happened that uh, the Yomda uh, Financial Leasing, the group that is controlling the company, sold uh, almost 80% of its equity. And now is looking for the opportunities to sell the further 20% left over and reach the complete divestment from the company. So these enabled the company to basically to cash up some money. Uh, you know, this sale of equity was a, a good thing for for the cash of the company, for the cash flow. So the company could uh, carry out the realization of some uh, self-operated financial businesses. Uh, the company has some micro microfinance uh, companies that provide loans. Uh, also, it could improve the balance sheet structure and increase the capital turnover rate. So basically all this money in a fixed Uh, the balance sheet structure of the company and enable the company to focus completely on the development of the main business, which is basically selling cars, right? So they don't have to worry about other kind of things. And the news has been, of course, absorbed positively from uh, the market and acted as a catalyst to push the stock up of almost 7%. Uh the sale of the equity will not have significant impact on the group's business and performance. And the proceeds from the sale are expected to be used as general working capital of the group. I'm reading right from the bulletin. So again, if you go on my LinkedIn profile, Alessandro Meccher, you find the right spell on my name on the podcast description. You can find this bulletin and you can have a look at the chart. Uh, on the bulletin, I also put... Um, the technical analysis of uh, uh, China Yongda. Basically you see that there is this yellow uptrend corridor which shows a long-term uptrend of the company. Uh, And there was also a down that, that, as I said previously, started uh, half of June and uh, is remarked by these blue uh, downward corridor. But as we can see from the final arrow pointing up, basically we are now uh, going through a very likely reversal that not only enable the stock to have a, a good performance today but possibly could uh, uh, could allow the stock to perform well over the next days. Uh, tomorrow there's, no, there's not going to be trading because it's a holiday but Friday and probably next week starting from Monday we might witness a good week uh, from uh, From this company from these stocks so let 's keep an eye on china Yungda automobiles service stock code three six six nine uh, market capitalization is twenty five point thirteen point one three four billion dividend yield two point seven three percent p e ratio thirteen point sixty eight so this was the big move of today. But let's move on. Let's move on because there are other important news I wanted to cover today. Uh, Another news that I think it's worth covering is why the price of coal keep on rising, but the coal mining stock don't actually increase in price. I mean, we are seeing an increase of price of the commodity, the underlying commodity, but the stock is not going up or if they are going up, they are not really performing as much as they should considering the price of coal uh, going up consistently. So let's try to analyze the macro situation here. Why is the price of coal going up? Basically there are three reasons. The first reason is that, you know, because of the economic growth of China there is a big demand of uh, electro- el- el- electricity again <laughs> okay, it's a pronunciations problem here but yeah there is a big electricity consumption, so there is a big demand of uh, electricity and you know, there is a big demand of coal uh, as, a source, as, a, as, a, as a source of generation of this kind of uh, uh, energy. Also coal is an important raw material for uh, thermal power generation and uh, you know, there is a rise of thermal power generation that uh, has boosted the demand of coal in China. Uh, And uh, the third reason is that coal is also widely used in the steel making industry. So uh, again, the strong demand for steel recently and the increase of price of steel has uh, greatly improved the prosperity of the coal industry, which has been at great request. Uh, now, what is going to happen in the future? Is the coal price going to stabilize? You know, there is a big demand because of electricity, uh, geothermal power, steel, but still the supply is still at the bottleneck, so the price increases. Now, in order. To increase the demand of coal, uh, China has uh, promoted the release of high-quality production capacity, especially in the areas of Shanxi and in Mongolia. So the idea is now to uh, to to increase and to empower coal reserves yeah, to effectively, you know, supplement the market during period of tight supply and demand. Also, it's not just about the demand, sorry, it's not just about the supply, but it's also about the demand side of the equation, because not only the, uh, the the supply of coal is likely to increase because of this promotion, because of this empowerment given by the government of China, but it's also likely that the demand of coal is going to decrease. Uh, there are a few reasons. For example, uh, probably the, the electricity consumption is not going to decrease, but the geothermal Uh, consumption is going to decrease because in the second half of 2020 there might be uh, more use of other kinds of sources. For example, we might see solar power increasing, we might see hydrothermal power increasing. We are going through a season that, uh, you know, these kind of um, of, uh, resources are more likely to be used rather than geothermal. Uh, and also as as for the steel industry we might witness a decrease of demand of coal because uh, the the iron ore production has increased of the recent times. So the iron ore production might supply, might compensate for the demand of coal. So basically the demand of coal might actually decrease because uh, steel makers are going to rely on, uh, on more iron ore, which is produced in abundance. So for this reason, we might see the price of coal uh, decreasing or stabilizing a little bit over the next few weeks. Uh, and That's probably the reason why the prices of stocks, you know, coal mining stocks, are not increasing that much because probably, you know, investors, the stock market has already absorbed this kind of news, has already forecast these kind of changes in the market, and they don't want to invest too much uh, on the long term because they believe that in the future. The price of of coal is not going to increase as crazily, as it has been done um, of the recent weeks and months. Also, we have to consider that on a very long term, so we go uh, beyond the year or even the two years or the five years, we have to consider that coal is a source of energy. That uh, is going to be replaced. You know, we all, we always, every day, hear constantly talking about uh, the reduction of fossil fuels. We uh, constantly hear that uh, uh, you know governments are trying to push corporation to 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 have a kind of sustainable way to produce to stay in the market, and so probably on the long term investors are not going to invest in stocks uh, about coal, in coal mining stocks. And this is the reason why probably the uh, price of stocks is not going to go up as much as the price of the commodity underlying these stocks. Uh, although we have to say that even though you know coal has this kind of contradictory trajectory for the price of the commodity and the price of stocks, oil is following a different narrative because we see the uh, price of oil increasing and we also see the price of oil stocks rallying. I mean, over the last two or three weeks, PetroChina, which is uh, one of the, probably one of the flattest stocks ever, you know, usually doesn't rally that much and it doesn't even go much down either, recently has been going through a rally. You know, if let me grab my watch list for a second. But, you know, by memory, I think we are today about 3.78. Uh, yeah, there we go. And uh, if we have a look at the last month, I mean from from may thirty first uh to um to today to june thirty the price has increased let me check uh about eleven percent not even more seventeen eighteen percent which is uh a big increase almost twenty percent big increase for uh, the, the oil stock. 20% in a month is a lot for this kind of stocks. The price was uh, 3.13 at the beginning of June um, and uh, basically is 3.80, 3.78 today. So, you know, if you invested in this kind of stock at the beginning of the month, in, in 30 days, you almost got an average of 1%, 1, 0. 08 a day, which is not bad if you are an intraday trader and it's not bad even if you are an investor. But let's finish this podcast with the last piece of news, which is the company uh, XTEL International. I don't really know how to pronounce uh, this this company, Xtel, X-T-E-L International. I wanted to talk about this company a little bit because this company has been a real uh, rally maker of the last three months. Basically from 3.50 Hong Kong dollars and half of March, that was the price of a share, it reached today point. I think 14.64. So we are about 300% up in three months, an average of 100% a month. So I mean, I was curious about this company because, you know, it's doing pretty well. And I had, uh, I wanted to go to check out some information about this. And I found out that this company is basically a sportswear, a company, especially footwear, apparel, accessories products and is uh, basically known uh, internationally especially for some brands that it owns uh, for, for example like K-Swiss, Palladium, Socony, and Merrill so these are uh, the most important brands of this company. Total revenue for the year ended in, in December 2020 it was stable uh, it was basically 8.2 billion RMB uh, which is, it was the same in 2019, so there was not increase. but we have to consider that 2020 for retailers ha- has been a quite tough year. So basically having uh, the same results that the year before is like a victory, It's like a, a really big win. Uh, the company is uh, uh, famous for uh, sportswear, especially uh, sports uh, running shoes uh, trainings, uh, ultra fast was the name of one of its most famous product, released in December 2019. Uh, Today, at the level of retailing, there are 6,000 plus, 6,021 X-Step branded stores, mainly operated by distributors in mainland China. And uh, uh, I think an important news about this company is the e-commerce business, because the reason why they were able to do so well in, in uh, 2020 was that they kind of compensate the loss of uh, physical retail shop with the development of e-commerce platform. They have been quite fast in reshaping the retail landscape and the consumer behaviors. And so e-commerce became a vital retail channel. Uh, Consumers continued to increase, the engagement in online shopping increased, so the revenue were okay in 2020. Uh, Basically, During the Double Eleven Global Shopping Festival, you know, uh, November 11, it's one of uh, the most important days for shopping, Singles Day is also called, the group's online sales spiked by approximately 50% year-over-year to over 520 million RMB in just a day driven by a 40% year over year growth. And of course, online shopping—one, uh, the, the online shopping and the development of online platforms was uh, one of the main reasons why the company was able to do so well. So there is this strategic planning for a uh, Key Suisse brand, one of the main brands of the company, to work on uh, online business to e-commerce as well. So I think this was a company that uh, was worth talking about because it's performing really well. Today he closed the day. Let me see if I can find on my watch list. There we go. Today he closed the day uh, with a plus 2.09%. So at a moderate Good performance. Price of a share is $14.64. Today increased 30 cents. Market capitalization of these companies is 37.743 billion and the dividend yield is 0.95%. If you have a look at the chart, if we look at the stock over the last six months, we see that the growth has been exponential especially as i was saying at the beginning of the last 3 months from april to June it has had an increase of 300% and over the last months basically the chart is doing pretty well. There has been there was a little bit a down uh, about around 11th 12th of June but by 15th of June recovered what the stock had lost before and continued to rally all the way up to the level of $14 per share which has been broken today and the stock has finished Uh, at its all-time high of 14.64 Hong Kong dollars.